0: Hey everyone, you're listening to God's Whole Story, a podcast of Worship Center. We know just how hard it is to read God's Word and understand it, so we decided to read the Bible chronologically this year and talk about it together. Thanks so much for joining us.
1: Hey guys, welcome to God's Whole Story. My name is Ryan. I'm here today with Chelsea. I even turned her microphone on this time.
0: (laughs) Did you hear the long sigh I did before we started? (laughs) I was like, Hey guys,
1: (laughs) we're starting November off
0: with, uh, uh, I don't know. I just like get really sad. (laughs) It's heavy. It's heavy.
1: It's heavy. Yeah.
0: Garden of Gethsemane is very, very heavy. And then Jesus kind of, we'll end this with Jesus being questioned. And again, it gets kind of, gets heavier and heavier, but, um, yeah, what's the got to you, Ryan?
1: Uh I I love, it's a weird thing to love, but I am very much drawn to this this scene where Peter, not every uh not every gospel actually names him, but Peter uh strikes the, the servant with the sword and cuts off his ear and Jesus heals the ear and is mm-hmm. like, hey, that's not what we're here to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, so yesterday Chris and I were talking about how Jesus Warns the disciples, really saying that, hey, there's some. There's going to be some persecution coming. Mm -hmm. Like, grab your swords. Mm -hmm. And the disciples are like, Jesus, we have two. Is that enough? And he's like, that's enough. (laughs) And then they use one of the swords. They're like, hey, we got the swords. And they start cutting off people's ears. It's just kind of like, that's a little bit of humorous to me.
1: It's super weird. Because they do have the swords because Jesus told them to bring the swords. Yeah. They have every reason to believe that this is the moment. And... There is no moment after this where they use the swords. Right, so Jesus what did he do that heals for? Them.
0: Like I it just it's just it's so funny that like they injure somebody and Jesus heals that person.
1: So like, the here the reason I'm drawn to this is because Jesus teaches that we need to love our enemies and we need to pray for those who persecute us. And Jesus actually lives out what he's teaching. This mm-hmm. guy is literally there to arrest him and kill him. Mm-hmm. And Jesus uses his supernatural power to heal his ear. Mm-hmm. Um and I I just love it because it's it's like Everything that Jesus teaches, he walks out. There's there's no story in the gospel where we're like, ooh, this is a problem yeah. for us.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, so the guy that runs right naked, that's Mark, right? <laughs> that's what people think. It's a little embarrassing. <laughs> um, I just think it's, I mean, isn't that what they? Isn't that what people think? I have heard that before, okay, yeah. Okay, because he's the one that wrote the gospel, he didn't want to like
1: yeah. like, yeah, I ran away naked. And then,
0: <laughs> he'd be like, Mark, way to make this all about you.
1: <laughs> uh, John's John's the same way. I think John is the one that's with Peter at the at the high priest's house.
0: Yeah, I think so too. And
1: so John often writes. Uh, he actually a lot of times he calls himself the disciple who Jesus loved.
0: Yeah, uh, it which is, is funny. Yeah, that. And then I was just thinking about that as you're reading um, this account of Peter denying Jesus, um, which I don't think he does it all three times yet, right? Yeah, no, he hasn't. Yeah, we yet. haven't. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm just thinking about John writing this gospel. Who and I think John and Peter would have been in, in contact, you know, as they're
1: they're pretty close. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're oftentimes singled out.
0: I'm just thinking like, uh, Peter probably would have been like, I know you have to put that in there, but it's probably like, like one of the lowest moments of his life,
1: uh, which is another proof down. of why we can trust the Bible. Because mm-hmm. oftentimes if a power figure writes a narrative, they're not going to include on purpose, very embarrassing failures, things yeah. like Mark's not going to write. And then I was naked and ran away. <laughs> and John's not going to write about Peter. Like one of the main primary leaders of the church into the future. Mm-hmm. Um, denying jesus yeah like it makes him look bad
0: yeah absolutely it was interesting um i just want to point out the the drops of blood i think it's interesting that luke writes about that luke the doctor Mm -hmm. i think it's like Mm -hmm. just another detail that kind of shows us again um inspired by the holy spirit written by people this is a detail that luke was like well this is interesting Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. and he includes it um my question as like I'm reading this and the disciples that were close enough to Jesus to know what he was praying um, are asleep. I mean, I guess this is where the Holy spirit comes in is that they like, they had no idea what was actually happening in Jesus's mind. And I guess he did tell them he was crushed to the point of death.
1: Yeah, certainly, certainly this is where the Holy spirit comes in. And also there is, you know, you talk a lot about serious circumstances that you find yourself in. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think um, that, they have told and retold and retold Mm -hmm. this story so many times. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't think they're making things up. I think they they know the story very well. Um, But I I think the Holy Spirit is at work getting this written for us to read and study today. Um, And also, I think they they revisited this a lot. You know, it's like anytime you go through a significant point in your life, you think through every piece of what was happening at that time. So I think that's what's going on.
0: Yeah, I think that's really, I think, super important in this passage is just again Jesus communing with God and praying like we talked before in the earlier in the Gospels like why did Jesus pray um and we see that right here like his relationship with God the Father um, is he's so much in him and the Father in him that like he's asking for this to be taken away from him and still he says your will be done um again that that human part of Jesus that's like hundred percent God hundred percent man, why wouldn't he want this taken away from him? He's like, if there's any possible way. Um, And it humanizes Jesus and not in a bad way. It's just like, Oh yeah. Like he knew the agony he was going to face and still he went through it. Yeah. It's
1: the humanity of Jesus just like screaming out, please don't do this.
0: Yeah. Um, And again, like we talked about Jesus praying over like before all these significant events in his ministry happened, this is obviously one of the most significant, but he, is super intentional with these prayers, and yeah, and uh, the, just the significance of him bringing three other, like three specific disciples with him. I don't know. There's just like some interesting things in there that I don't know like a ton about. Like
1: he has a core group. I mean, he pretty consistently throughout his ministry has a core group that get called into other things. Think about like the, the, trans- the, transfiguration. the transfiguration. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think. No, well, I think he takes a core group to some of the healings. I can't mm-hmm. think of which ones right now on my mind, but yeah that there, sounds right he He certainly favors some, which I think actually does factor into how often the disciples fight about who's the best mm. uh, because he's clearly favoring some of them mm-hmm. um and and you could say he's not favoring them, he's preparing them or something like that, mm-hmm. um which is probably far more likely
0: <laughs> right well when you think about the ones that he is like favoring if that's the word you want to use, like they're the ones that are end up writing epistles and gospels yeah. and stuff, so yeah I think that's part of it too, Yeah. Yeah. Anything else to out to you?
1: Uh, Jesus is just awesome. I just sure is. It's 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 funny to me how I can read these narratives that I've read a million times, and they are always just still so moving.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, going into what's going to happen next, I'm just like mentally preparing myself. <laughs> yeah, it's it's
1: weird, but yeah. I think that's the power of scripture and the spirit in us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the spirit of God is in us. The spirit of God was present for these events.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, guys, be encouraged by our Savior, the real relationship that we can have with Him, uh, and the the suffering that He went through on our behalf. Because the the love that's present in these stories is the love that we continue to experience today. So hope you're encouraged by God's whole story. That's actually one other thing that's that's on my mind is like we've actually read the Bible all the way to this point, and mm-hmm. actually the entire Bible has led us to this point. Mm-hmm. So not only is it the culmination of really, you know, salvation, but it is where the narrative has been leading us right. since we started in Genesis back in January. Yeah. Um, so it, it's also kind of neat to just see this all come together, like, yeah, look at how God's perfect plan is coming together. John 18,
0: 1. After saying these things, Jesus crossed the Kidron Valley with his disciples and entered a grove of olive trees. Judas, the betrayer, knew this place because Jesus had often gone there with his disciples. Mark 14, 32. They went to the olive grove called Gethsemane, and Jesus said, Sit here while I go and pray. He took Peter, James, and John with him, and he became deeply troubled and distressed. He told them, My soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. He went on a little further and fell to the ground. He prayed that, if it were possible, the awful hour awaiting him might pass him by. Abba, Father, he cried out, everything is possible for you. Please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Then he returned and found the disciples asleep. He said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Couldn't you watch with me even one hour? Keep watch and pray so that you will not be given into temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Then Jesus left them again and prayed the same prayers before. When he returned to them again, he found them sleeping, for they couldn't keep their eyes open, and they didn't know what to say. But he returned to them a third time and he said, go ahead and sleep, have your rest. But no, the time has come. The son of man is betrayed into the hands of sinners up. Let's be going. Look, my betrayer is here. Matthew 26, 36. Then Jesus went with them to the olive grove called Gethsemane. And he said, sit here while I go over there to pray. He took Peter and Zebedee's two sons, James and John, and he became anguished and distressed. He told them, my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. He went on a little farther and bowed his head to the ground, praying, My father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering be taken from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Then he returned to the disciples and found them asleep. He said to Peter, Couldn't you watch with me even one hour? Keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation, for the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Then Jesus left them a second time and prayed, My father, if this cup cannot be taken away unless I drink it, your will be done." When he returned to them again, he found them sleeping, for they couldn't keep their eyes open. So he went to pray a third time, saying the same things again. When he came back to the disciples and said, Go ahead and sleep, have your rest. But look, the time has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Up, let's be going. Look, my betrayer is here. Luke 22:39. Then accompanied by the disciples, Jesus left the upstairs room and went, as usual, to the Mount of Olives. There he told them, Pray that you will not give in to temptation. He walked away, about a stone's throw, and knelt down and prayed. Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. He prayed more fervently, and he was in such agony of spirit that his sweat fell to the ground like great drops of blood. At last he stood up again and returned to the disciples, only to find them asleep, exhausted from grief. Why are you sleeping? he asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not give in to temptation. Mark 14 43. And immediately, even as Jesus said this, Judas, one of the twelve disciples, arrived with a crowd of men armed with swords and clubs. They had been sent by the leading priests and the teachers of the religious law and the elders. The traitor, Judas, had given them a prearranged signal, you will know which one to arrest when I greet him with a kiss, and then you can take him away under guard. As soon as they arrived, Judas walked up to Jesus, Rabbi, he exclaimed, and gave him the kiss. Then the others grabbed Jesus and arrested him, but one of the men with Jesus pulled out his sword and struck the high priest's slave, slashing off his ear. Jesus asked them, Am I some dangerous revolutionary that you come with swords and clubs to arrest me? Why didn't you arrest me in the temple? I was there among you teaching every day. But these things are happening to fulfill what the scriptures say about me. Then all his disciples deserted him and ran away. One young man following behind was clothed only in a long linen shirt. When the mob tried to grab him, he slipped out of his shirt and ran away naked.
1: And even as Jesus said this, Judas, one of the twelve disciples, arrived with a crowd of men armed with swords and clubs. They had been sent by the leading priests and elders of the people. The traitor, Judas, had given them a prearranged signal. You will know which one to arrest when I greet him with a kiss. So Judas came straight to Jesus. Greetings, Rabbi, he exclaimed and gave him the kiss. Jesus said, My friend, go ahead and do what you have come for. Then the others grabbed Jesus and arrested him. But one of the men with Jesus pulled out his sword and struck the high priest's slave, slashing off his ear. Put away your sword, Jesus told him. Those who use the sword will die by the sword. Don't you realize that I could ask my father for thousands of angels to protect us and he would send them instantly? But if I did, how would the scriptures be fulfilled that describe what must happen now? Then Jesus said to the crowd, Am I some dangerous revolutionary that you come with swords and clubs to arrest me? Why didn't you arrest me in the temple? I was there teaching every day. But this is all happening to fulfill the words of the prophets as recorded in the scriptures. At that point, all the disciples deserted him and fled. Luke 22:47. But even as Jesus said this, a crowd approached, led by Judas, one of the twelve disciples. Judas walked over to Jesus to greet him with a kiss. But Jesus said, Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? When the other disciples saw what was about to happen, they exclaimed, Lord, should we fight? We brought the swords. And one of them struck at the high priest's slave, slashing off his right ear. But Jesus said, no more of this. And he touched the man's ear and healed him. Then Jesus spoke to the leading priests, the captains of the temple guard, and the elders who had come for him. Am I some dangerous revolutionary, he asked, that you come with swords and clubs to arrest me? Why didn't you arrest me in the temple? I was there every day. But this is your moment, the time when the power of darkness reigns. John 18.3 The leading priests and Pharisees had given Judas a contingent of Roman soldiers and temple guards to accompany him. Now with blazing torches, lanterns, and weapons, they they arrived at the olive grove. Jesus finally realized what was going to happen to him, so he stepped forward to meet them. Who are you looking for? He asked. Jesus the Nazarene, they replied. I am he, Jesus said. Judas, who betrayed him, was standing with them. As Jesus said, I am he, they all drew back and fell to the ground. Once more he asked them, who are you looking for? And again they replied, Jesus the Nazarene. I told you that I am he, Jesus said, and since I am the one you want, let these others go. He did this to fulfill his own statement. I did not lose a single one of those you have given me. Then Simon Peter drew a sword and slashed off the right ear of Malchus, the high priest's slave. But Jesus said to Peter, put your sword back into its sheath. Shall I not drink from this cup of suffering the Father has given me? So the soldiers, their commanding officer, and the temple guards arrested Jesus and tied him up. First they took him to Annas, since he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, the high priest at the time. Caiaphas was the one who had told the other Jewish leaders it's better that one man should die for the people. Simon Peter followed Jesus, as did another of the disciples. The other disciple was acquainted with the high priest, so he was allowed to enter the high priest's courtyard with Jesus. Peter had to stay outside the gate. Then the disciple who knew the high priest spoke to the woman watching the gate, and she let Peter in. The woman asked Peter, You're not one of that man's disciples, are you? No, he said, I'm not. Because it was cold, the household servants and guards had made a charcoal fire. They stood around it warming themselves, and Peter stood with them warming himself. Inside, the high priest began asking Jesus about his followers and what he had been teaching them. Jesus replied, Everyone knows what I teach. I have preached regularly in the synagogues and in the temple, where the people gather. I have not spoken in secret. Why are you asking me this question? ask those who heard me. They know what I said. Then one of the temple guards standing nearby slapped Jesus across the face. Is that the way you answer to the high priest, he demanded? Jesus replied, if I said anything wrong, you must prove it. But if I am speaking the truth, why are you beating me? Then Annas bound Jesus and sent him to Caiaphas, the high priest.